This is the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is your host, Amanda Phila. I'm a crunchy mom who loves God, my family, essential oils, and simple ways to healthier living. Hello and welcome to Simple Blessings and Oils. This is podcast number 39. Today we're going to be talking more about having healthy kids and how to keep them healthy. So last week we talked a little bit about some of the statistics out there and how we as a parents need to start taking control of our kids' health and being the advocate and doing our own research. And we need to know what they need from us and we need to be their advocate because because we're their parents. So... I want to continue on talking about, we talked, finished talking last week a little bit about parasites and fungus and different things to look for. And like I said, there's over 128 parasites that you can have. And sometimes those parasites are more obvious than others, and we're going to see more you know, signs and symptoms of them. Uh, one indicator that we can look for is on our fingernails. Our fingernails are an, actually a really good indicator of what's going on inside of our body. When we see eight moons across your fingernails, so on your actual fingers, not your thumb, um, we can we should see those moons, which we typically do see on our thumbs. But when we see those moons, we know that we don't have an overgrowth of candida. When we see inflammation around our cuticles, that is a sign of inflammation in our bodies. And when we see lines on our fil- fingernails, um, that go and like run from the top of our fingernail down, that's usually a sign of parasites. And sometimes if we have fungus or like hangnails, that shows that we don't eat enough good fats in our diet. If you've ever seen those little white marks that you sometimes get on your fingernails, that shows us actually that we're lacking zinc in our diet. We might need to add um, some of those sprouted grains or chia seeds, things along those lines to get more zinc in our diet. And those are super easy to add. You just put them in your smoothie or um, we've been really into yogurt bowls lately and those are really nice to just sprinkle on top. The kids think it's fun. Um, Another thing to look for, and remember when we're talking about the moons, not all kids are gonna have moons on their fingernails, but once they hit like the mid teen years, you should be able to see eight moons on their fingernails. Otherwise it's a sign that something is not right in their gut. If you're a person that can't stop biting your nails or can't stop picking at your nails, like literally just you always want to pick at them, that is also a sign of parasites. Um, Sometimes even picking like a kid that you can't get to stop picking their nose, that does not always mean that, but I've, I've seen kids that sometimes are like total nose pickers or like butt itchers. Um, And those can be obviously if they didn't wipe good, that's an issue, but sometimes those are also signs to look for that they have a parasite going on. And it's really important to keep an eye on what's going inside on with them because that is also an indicator on what's going on inside their guts. And that's usually where sickness starts. Um, If our gut is healthy, usually and typically we stay healthy. Another fun thing to talk about is the Bristol stool chart. Um, We can talk about poop, right? We all have kids. Um, So I will put a link on um, the show notes for this, but the Bristol stool chart, I can't even say it, the Bristol stool chart. It shows and it is a good indicator of where your bowels should be if you are, there's like, 
up to seven types of poop. And if you're a one or two on that chart, then you have constipation. If you're a five, six, or seven, it might be normal for you, but it's not healthy. And if you are in the three to four in the pictures and you're going at least once a day, that's typically what your poop should be like is in that middle ground, that three and four. But I'll, sh I'll, I'll post a link on there so you can check it. Otherwise, you can look it up yourself on Google. It's Bristol, B-R-I-S-T-O-L, stool chart. And poop is really important, people. Um, I know Dr. Oliver Wenker talks about poop all the time. And they actually do poop transplants. Like, this is a real legit thing. When our guts are not healthy, it affects everything, which is another reason why I think having a prebiotic, probiotic for kids is huge. We use um, Mighty Pro. I absolutely love it. My kids love it. Um, they just typically eat it straight out of the package. It's like a pixie stick. It does not contain sugar, but it's sweet, and they love it. And it has the prebiotic, so it's feeding the good bacteria in your gut. And it also has the probiotic, so it's adding more of that good bacteria to your gut. So you're getting both there. And it's like 8 billion cultures, which is really, really good for a kid's antibio or antibiotic, probiotic. Um, and so when we're talking about all these different things and signs that you should look for, a lot of things is, is it too late for my kids? Isn't it too late for me? It's not too late. When we know better, we do better, and it's a good motto to go by. You may not be able to change their facial structure because you, you know, that's not something you can change. We can get braces and things like that. Um, when we talked about having enough good fats and not processed foods and how that affects our bone development and um, what they noticed in Dr. Weston Price's studies. But what you can do is you can clear the other areas. You can get rid of the parasites, the candida, the fungus. And this is a huge game changer for kids. They, their personalities can blossom. Their behaviors can change. Um, they, they start learning to, they, they get sick less. They start learning to make healthier choices because you are making healthier choices as a family. And so those choices are going to go into their adulthood and they're going to start making them without even realizing that, that, they're, that they're making them. And they're going to have they're going to be sick less. Their attention span is going to be better. If you are struggling right now with a kid who has attention issues, and by the kids have attention issues, look at other countries. They don't even start kids in school nowadays until they're you know seven or eight years old, and we're starting kids in school when they're three. I think it's a little ridiculous sometimes. That's my personal opinion. But um, when we have a kid that can't sit, those can be an underlining sign that they have a parasite or they have something going on in their body that is not allowing them to focus and not allowing them to put their attention where it needs to be. And a lot of these things start in the gut. So we're just, and, and as a society, we're just learning more and more about gut health. Gut health wasn't always something most people talked about. Now you're seeing more and more. I mean, even the yogurt companies are jumping on that bandwagon and telling you to eat their yogurt because it's going to help your gut health. That's great and fine and wonderful, but make sure you check the ingredients on that yogurt before you buy it because a lot of it is no better than the stuff that you're eating on a regular basis anyway. So just be sure it's not full of, you should be able to read every ingredient besides like the sophiluses, which is the bacterias on there. Uh, so one good rule to start small is making sure that you have one healthy meal a day. It's what a lot of people start in their house, is making sure that they change one meal that they're having. Because if you're going from feeding 
you know, quick, easy Pop-Tarts in the breakfast before they hop on the bus. Um, you're running through the drive-through and you have no idea maybe what they ate for lunch because they ate school lunch and they have choices there and they, they choose to eat, you know, chicken nuggets with their friends or whatever. Making sure that you prep your breakfast, make overnight oats in your oatmeal, make, um, Soak your oats overnight in the fridge and make like a cold oat cereal. Actually, that sounds really good. I think I'm going to have that tomorrow for breakfast because um, I do. I love, and if you've ever been a fan of grape nuts, I used to eat grape nuts. I loved them. I love that nutty texture. Steel cut oats soaked overnight in the fridge in milk, whether it's milk from a farm or milk, almond milk is amazing and you can add a little bit of honey to it you can add berries to it but it is delicious and it's super nutritious and you soak them soaking your grains and um you know your oats your grains your chia seeds your flaxseed all of that is hugely beneficial because it allows for your body to more easily digest them and for your your guts to get in that nutrients that it needs so starting with one healthy meal a day even if it's making homemade pancakes, that can be your healthy meal that day. Um, maybe it's a healthier dinner and you're, you're not swinging through the drive-through. Those simple changes that you start to make are going to add up. And it doesn't have to be everything tomorrow because we all know that simple changes made over time are more sustainable than trying to change everything tomorrow. And if you know you're struggling in one particular area, then maybe you hone in on that particular area and you start making changes there before you do the rest of them. Um, and know the healthy fats, um, the healthy greens that you can add, the little stuff that can help and obviously eliminating sugar or limiting the amount of sugar that they're getting or that you're allowing in your home. And if you do still have sugar in your home, making sure that you have a sugar that's not bleached. Maybe getting just um, a evaporated cane juice sugar so that it's a little bit more natural and not as processed. Limiting stress, limiting things that stress you, limiting outside factors that are stressful to your kids. Sometimes, and I hate to say this because I know we're in this place where we like to push our kids to do all the things, but maybe it's limiting the amount of things that they're doing because those things can be huge stressors for them. And that stress can affect their gut and that gut in turn affects their health. I think it's important for kids to be involved, but I also feel like it's important for families to stay together and to do things as a family. So just know that there needs to be a healthy balance there for the overall health and wellness of the entire family unit and for the health and wellness of your kids. Okay, so some of the other things that we're exposing our kids to um, are some of the medications that they may be on. And one thing that a lot of kids are on nowadays is reflux medication because of the, the acid reflux heartburn. And sometimes just by changing the way we eat can help wean them off of that. So um, changing some of the foods out. Because when we're on a reflux medication, it actually decreases our bone density and inhibits the our, our growth. And that's not something we want when we have kids on that. Um, another thing to look at is inhalers. Inhalers decrease your bone density and it inhibits your growth as well. And sometimes, or something to remember about inhalers is that the, often there's a food intolerance that is affecting it. And this is, again, some of the things that you can find out if you have EDS testing, that electrodermal screening in your area. I highly recommend you maybe check out some of your holistic moms groups um, in there. You can usually 
ask and find out if they know of an EDS testing person in the area. Sometimes chiropractic clinics are a good place to go. I know some that offer it. Um, like I said, we have our clinic is just an EDS testing place, but I know chiropractors sometimes have it as well. Um, dyes and pigments in our food actually cause us to excrete zinc, so that helps us to lose more zinc, which is not something we want. And it also um, inhibits our immune system builders. So we are not able to build our immune system adequately. Um, and remember to check, like even multivitamins are a good place to, or a culprit that you can find dyes and pigments in. When you're tr thinking you're going dye-free, you literally need to check everything. And this is where I'm going to put in a little plug for Aldi because... If you know me personally, I shop at Aldi all the time. And that is one thing because I do have kids with sensitivities to dyes and pigments. Um, we love Aldi because even though sometimes not every ingredient is a-okay because we are big label readers, they are huge on not having dyes and a lot of the foods that you're going to find dyes in at your typical grocery store. So I do have to give a shout out to Aldi for that because I don't feel like I pay an arm and a leg for some of the things I would have paid an arm and a leg for at other locations and I'm able to get them and they don't have the dyes in it. So we can have some of those fun foods, but still be dye free. So that is something I absolutely love. But also, like I said, make sure to check your multivitamins and always check your vitamins to make sure that they're actually bioavailable because I think that is something that a lot of people are paying for. Very expensive pee uh, because the vitamins you're taking aren't even um, bioavailable. For us, we take the Mighty Vites from Young Living. They're bioavailable and my kids love them. They're chewable, they're easy, and we also do the Mighty Vites to help with the gut enzymes so that they can break down foods. Because some of my kids have issues with certain grains like rice. And so um, the enzymes are hugely beneficial for that. Aspartame. If you're drinking aspartame, I'm just going to tell you, you really, really need to just stop. And I know that can be hard for people that are like big into diet pops. But it is literally killing you. And I, and I don't mean that in a judgmental way at all but it is not good for you. It's not good for you. And if you've ever done um, muscle testing, nobody can pass the aspartame test, which is very interesting fact because nobody can actually tolerate aspartame. So muscle testing is something, um, you know what, I'm just gonna let you Google it and you can find out, but it is a test that nobody's able, nobody, nobody can handle aspartame. And it's one thing you can find in almost any chiropractor or anybody who does muscle testing's office, they'll have usually a can of something like a diet soda, and you try to pass the test on that, and you can't. You can never pass the test on it because your body cannot tolerate aspartame. It is so, so toxic to your body, and it's not just in your diet drinks. It's in a lot of your zero-calorie um, things. There's other things that you can be drinking that do not contain aspartame and also do not contain calories. So try to find some of those other, other options. Um, it's actually labeled, aspartame is actually labeled as an extotoxin, which leads to rapid cellular aging and even cellular death. These are all can be scary statistics and scary things to think about because these are all things that most of us at one point or another have eaten, had, um, very few people have not had the things that we've been talking about. So 
I'm just here to say that there's always a place to turn around. Again, when we know better, we do better. When we know better, we can make better choices. And we start to educate ourselves on the things that we're exposing ourselves to, that we're exposing our kids to, or exposing our families to. We can make those choices and change what we're doing and change the outcome it has for our kids and our families. I'm not quite done talking about healthy habits and healthy kids, but I what my next podcast is going to be more about having healthy parents. So these are some things that we can think about before we conceive children and some of the things that we can change um, through the course of getting pregnant, things mom and dad can do. So definitely tune in next time to find out more changes that we can make. But I do want to be here to also encourage you and for you to realize that we all start somewhere We all do the things that we do because we think we're doing what's best for our kids and our families. We don't do them to hurt them or harm them. But knowledge is power. And now that we know better, we can do better. We can make small changes, change with one meal a day. When we go to the grocery store, start cutting out those things that maybe maybe we always got canned vegetables before. Maybe we're going to get frozen. Maybe we're going to get fresh. Making those little changes... Another thing I don't think I mentioned in this particular class, but I know I talk about it when I talk about gut health, is that as we cook our food, sometimes we kill those enzymes. And so then the proper digestion isn't there. So the fresher we can get our foods, the better too. That's not always an option. And it's still going to be a better option to give your kids a can of canned vegetables than it is to give them a candy bar. So when we're making those choices, we're making them with love and we're making them with what we have. So we don't always have every option available, but again, when we know better, we do better. Thank you again for tuning in. I hope you can take one little nugget, make that one change in the meal that you have at your house, one healthy meal each day for you and your family. And then, you know, in a month, maybe you increase it to two healthy meals a day. And eventually, you'll be doing more and more things that are healthy for you and your family and being on a way to a healthier, happier child and a healthier, happier family unit. As always, be grateful, have faith, God bless. You can find the show notes for this podcast at www.simpleblessingsandoilspodcast.com. Again, this is podcast number 39. Healthy Kids Part 2. Have a great rest of your week. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Simple Blessings and Oils. Visit me at simpleblessingsandoils.com or on Facebook at Simple Blessings and Oils. Simple Blessings and Oils is a production of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.